0: That night I had a dream. I drifted
1: off thinking about happiness, birth, and new life. A chemical super freak, but I still need a gun. But now I was haunted by a vision of. Oh, oh, my personal favorite. Had their entrails cut out and burned. He <laughs> was horrible. We don't have time to meet this one! A man with all the powers of hell at his command. I'm going to detain a flytrap for enjoying his whisky. Oh, bitch, he is. Is this in 3D? No, but your face is. He turned the day into night. I'm a maw. I got
0: a thing. I was. And laid
1: the waste to everything in his path.
0: Chrissy, over by the wall. Bring me the big knife. It
1: was especially hard on little things.
0: Bring me the big knife. I'm gonna cut my throat. The
1: helpless
2: and the gentle creatures.
0: You
1: mean me, my And It's like a battle between motors and horses. Like technology versus horse. He left a scorched earth in his wake. Befoul on even the sweet desert breeze that went across his brow. It's like... Unbeatable. I didn't know where he came from or why. It's
0: not exactly my ties and Yahtzee out here. I know if you would dream or vision. But I feared that I myself had unleashed
1: him. You still like Italian? Welcome back to the Unbearable weight of Nicolas Cage. I'm Luke. I'm Devin.
2: And I'm still here for some reason. I'm Abby.
1: I mean, you can say, Luke, I no longer wish to do this podcast, and you can be free. Jeff has said he wants us to talk about Bachelor.
2: But we're here now, so let's (laughs) talk about (laughs) Abomination.
1: Adaptation. Adaptation. The Abomination is a Hulk bad guy, Abby.
0: Also, you've liked every movie except for the last one we've watched. (laughs) For the most part.
1: Yeah. We haven't had, like, an actively bad thing, and this movie had Oscar wins and Oscar noms.
2: Yeah, but that kiss scene is just painful, and I don't want to witness that again.
1: You watched Bachelor... And Bachelor Fred. There was that even worse kiss scene two weeks ago. Hi Jeff.
2: I just so Devin, when was this movie created? Uh
0: two thousand two. Okay. As directed by Spike Jones. Everyone enjoys Spike Jones?
2: I think I've seen a Spike. We'll have Be to ki- review Spike Jones and see if I have seen a Spike Jones. We will. Movie.
1: Yeah, I thought you had seen Be Kind Rewind. No. Being John Malkovich.
2: Nope.
1: All I watch for Christmas is my two front teeth. Nope. That's a joke because a musician named Spike Jones initially recorded that song.
0: He also didn't direct Be Kind Rewind.
1: No. Michelle Gondry did. Luke. That's right. They're essentially the same thing.
0: Ah, uh, that is false. Michelle Gondry does not participate as a writer and producer of the Jackass film franchise.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, Spike Jones did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spike Jones
0: has a weird set of friends. Isn't he also? <laughs> he friends is with constantly
2: like a... doing favors for these weirdos.
1: Well, and he's also friends with the Beastie Boys, if I remember. Or am I mixing? Yeah. It?
0: No, because he, he did a lot of music videos. He did. uh... The Sabotage music video. And then he did the new documentary that uh, just came out.
1: Based on the Beastie Boys book. Yeah. And he
0: did the music video for Undone the Sweater
1: Song.
2: By the band Weezer?
1: By the band Weezer. By the band The Weezer.
2: I don't think I've ever seen the music video. Like, I know the song very well. I don't think I've ever seen the music video. Or, That's like, fair. maybe once in, like, 2005.
0: That that music video is not as exciting. hmm
2: Isn't it pretty much just Rivers was standing there getting his sweater unraveled?
0: No, it's just them playing there, and then some dogs eventually run through the set.
2: That's the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: My idea's better.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: Okay, so is this Nicolas Cage's only Oscar nomination? No,
1: he actually won an Oscar. Nicolas Cage
0: is the third youngest. Oh wait, that's right. Did
2: he run for Moonstruck? Right?
0: No. No.
1: No.
0: He won for Leaving Las Vegas, that comedy film that you almost suggested. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Leaving Las Vegas.
2: It was on Pluto last night at like eleven, and I was really tempted to like. Go in in the middle of this film and just be really surprised as to what the fuck it is. (laughs) I did
1: not. It would be a laugh riot, Abby. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... British
0: Film Institute polls ranked it as one of the 30 best films of the 2000s.
1: Adaptation. Adaptation. Yep. Uh, This was also a movie that I wanted to rent a couple of times because I had no idea what it was about but it was like, oh, is this a movie where a guy turns into a plant and I don't believe he turns into a plant. This is not Nicolas Cage in The Secret Life of Timothy Green.
0: That is correct. But I told Luke not to read anything about this so he Uh would be very surprised when things happen. And then I could talk about what this movie is because it's Fascinating.
1: I do know As Nicolas... in the
2: storyline or how it came to be or both? Both. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for mm-hmm. that information, Devin.
1: I do know Nicholas Cage plays two characters. That's fine. Mm-hmm.
2: There is a woman he makes out in this film with whose name has been on the tip of my tongue all fucking week and I cannot remember what her name is. And I didn't want to look it up because I didn't want to spoil it for myself.
1: That's fair. Yeah, Devin posted a weird gif into our messenger chat that we have specifically for the show to give context to that.
2: And I said, let's never fucking watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Without knowing that
1: that was the movie we
0: were This is like, oh fun fact, it's the one we're about to watch.
1: And this is the one that viewers wanted us to watch first. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks for torturing me, listener.
1: Uh, fourteen people voted. Though Technically, only 12 of them were not a member of this show.
2: Wouldn't that be 11 people who were not a member of this show? I didn't
1: vote. I didn't want to taint the results.
2: Really? Right now all we need is tainted results? (laughs) Give me all the tainted results possible.
1: Are you asking for a recap?
2: I am going to kick you in the fucking face!
1: Please do, Abby. (laughs)
2: If this water bottle was not glass, it would be going towards your nose.
1: I mean, it is also covered with a protective soft covering, but I think you'd be very upset. But
2: it's my baby, and I don't want to hurt it.
1: Aw, oh, babies tossing babies. <laughs> There's
0: probably a microphone that's real nearby, too, Abby. And we'll get a fun sound effect when you smack him with it. It <laughs> <laughs> can then be used in the soundboard for future episodes.
1: <laughs> I can just put it into the cage collage at the beginning of every episode.
2: Oh, God. People have to listen. I hope everybody just fast forwards through that monstrosity. I hope
1: they like it If they like to see, oh, what new clip did Luke put in this week? Because Luke puts a lot of time into editing the show and developing the cover art and just doesn't get a lot of feedback on it.
2: I'm sure Luke does a great job. I refuse to listen to it.
1: Well, and I'm excited because Alan Rickman shows up in this one as the Great Gazoo. No, that's Viva Rock Vegas. And that's also not Alan Rickman. What? (laughs) I have had Viva Las Vegas, the song, suck in my head, and I was going to make a joke. What? Yeah, what? We mentioned leaving Las Vegas. So in the back of my mind, my mind just went, leave in Las Vegas, like the song, and then as we've had this conversation, my mind went to, remember Viva Rock Vegas?
2: Yes, we watched it within the last five months. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. We double
2: featured it with ours to old lace. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And then my mind was like, remember how Alan Rickman was the great kazoo, but it was not Alan Rickman. It
2: was Alan Partridge?
1: No. Alan Partridge is a character.
2: I think his name started with AP.
1: Devin, who mm-hmm. played Nightcrawler in X-Men 2?
0: Oh, those, um, Alan Cummings.
1: Yeah, thank you. Got the
2: first name right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, what's his name? Can't forget Floop in the hit film Spy Kids.
2: Oh, fuck. I forgot about that entirely. I now just have an entire cascade of Spy Kid images I hadn't (laughs) thought about in, like, 20 years come flooding into my brain.
0: Floop is a madman. Help us.
1: Save us. Once this is done, and once we're done with our Bachelor slash Persona anime podcast... (laughs) We'll just watch all of the movies in the Connected Spy Kids universe.
2: There's only like four of them. We could easily just do... Uh,
1: Machete takes place in the Spy Kids universe, and there's two Machete movies. It's true. Machete is a Grindhouse-style film starring Danny Trejo, but Mm -hmm. he also plays the same character who, in the Machete movies... Has a lot of sex and brutally murders people as he does in the Spy Kids movies. It's a connected universe.
0: And then there's the hit sequel film, Machete Kills.
1: I do hope we get to see Machete in space. That would be fun. Mm -hmm.
2: Machete takes New York!
1: Probably Machete takes Manhattan if they're going full reference with the title.
2: Luke made me watch Gremlins 2 last weekend.
1: Abby did not appreciate it. Abby has also not seen the first Gremlins.
2: Gremlins
0: 2 is called Gremlins Take Manhattan? No.
2: no, It should be called Gremlins Take Manhattan. It is Gremlins Take Manhattan.
1: I would also say that before that we watched Holiday.
2: Holiday was great.
1: Holiday was actually much better than I expected it to be. Especially concerning the last Netflix romantic comedy that we watched. We quit like 30 minutes in. Which
0: one's Holiday? Is that the Jack Black
1: one? No, No. that one's
2: the Emma, um, Roberts, um, Australian dude. Yeah.
1: It's pretty much what if off-brand Thor and Emma Roberts... My mind is just going to older woman who I think is named Emma Roberts.
2: Julia Roberts?
1: No. uh, That's her age. Emma
2: Thompson?
1: Emma Thompson, Yes. Imagine if they remade it. All the same actors except Emma Thompson. Anyways, if you need to watch a fun movie, Holiday.
2: On decide. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Do not watch Gremlins 2.
1: Uh, watch Gremlins 2. It is great. I should not have seen Gremlins 2. Have you seen Gremlins 1? Of course, yeah. Uh, Gremlins 2... Once. It was fine. Gremlins 1 is... Or, Gremlins 2 is... Hey, you know who loves Looney Tunes shit? Joe Dante. What if he just didn't have to make a straight-up horror movie and just put in a bunch of Looney Tunes stuff? In real life? Hmm.
2: My biggest gripe with Gremlins 2 is that it's just, like, too many... Look at this dude doing this fucking bullshit for way too long.
1: Abby is also not a fan of the Looney Tunes. Or did not grow up with the Looney Tunes. I wouldn't say I'm not a
2: fan. I just had very little interaction with Looney Tunes. Looney
0: Tunes I do there... love me some Looney Tunes.
1: Yeah, like it literally starts with a Bugs Bunny and Daffy short. Nice. Anyway, so we've got to go and watch Adaptation. So, uh, it is not streaming free anywhere. As a heads up.
2: Devin, is there any introduction you would like to give us to this film before we start?
0: Not particularly. Again, you should go in as blind to this film as possible because it's I fascinating. Will
2: not even read
1: the description. Hell yeah. All right.
0: It okay. is on my voodoo for free, though,
1: Luke. Yeah, but we aren't going to give out your voodoo passport to everybody. <laughs> well, and that's also, fair. We've had weird issues with, like, streaming voodoo on two different platforms.
0: That's false. You stream it on Voodoo because there's this great thing, everyone, called Movies Anywhere, where it shares your streaming collection with other streaming services, such as Amazon. So you can watch it on the Voodoo while I watch it on Amazon, and there's no problem.
1: And I also have to go and dig up your password. I'm feeling lazy. All right,
0: spend money, Luke.
1: I <laughs> will! ha ha ha! All right, well, we'll be back after watching the movie and spending some money. So catch you on the flip mode. More just
0: like, see you after the break.
1: back uh trump has officially lost the election so that
0: hashtag eat a dick
1: <laughs> yeah i mean my my hopes are still i i still have worries about how this is going to shake out but that's not the time we are here to talk about adaptation which my parents were right i probably should have not seen that when i was like 14
2: you yeah. saw it when you were 14? No,
1: I wanted to because... I mean, the cover is very provocative. It's like, why why is he a plant? Why is he a potted plant? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see some of your reactions. Like, did you look up anything about this movie at all, Abby?
2: I looked up absolutely nothing about this movie.
1: So this was... Charlie Kaufman's adaptation of the actual book, The Orchid Thief, written by actual New Yorker journalist Susan Orlean. What? About John LaRoche.
2: Jeez. He was actually trying to,
0: it's a very meta movie, it's him actually trying to adapt this movie, but he has writer's block and can't figure out how to do it. So, to try to compensate, he then wrote a movie about him having writer's block trying to adapt The Orchid Thief.
1: Also, he does not actually have a brother.
0: Yes.
2: Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: Donald's a figment of your imagination.
2: I'm glad that nobody died in the making of this film, but... <laughs> and, La- and LaRoche
0: is uh, still alive. Yeah.
2: I mean, I I assumed.
1: Also, Weezer and originally recorded a version of Happy Together, but they did not use it in the final version of the movie. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've but it's okay because
0: then we eventually got it, and it was great.
1: Uh, Weezer's
0: the teal album that came out last year. Jesus. In the surprise drop album,
1: and that was yeah, great. Yeah, I I enjoyed this movie. I don't think Abby necessarily did.
2: I liked it more. I I wish that I hadn't been so worried about the state of our democracy I could have paid more attention in the third act. Because that was fucking buck wild.
1: Oh, yeah. Where Donald just completely takes the wheel stylistically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, cause it harkens
0: back to Brian Cox's character where he says it doesn't matter what happened in the first two thirds as long as you can wow him with a crazy ending. <laughs> yeah. And boy, oh. did they! <laughs> yeah, Jesus. which apparently is like very much there for people who have watched it. Uh, the third act is very much the you either liked it or didn't like it because some people didn't get that and thought it just went off the rails and was bad. I
2: mm-hmm. mean, I thought it went off the rails, but I enjoyed it going off the rails because it mm-hmm. started out way yeah. too much fucking two thousand one space odyssey for me to really enjoy.
1: Yeah, you did also not enjoy the monologue at the very beginning.
2: No, I did not enjoy the fucking monologue at the very beginning.
1: Oh, we did not say Nicolas Cage plays Charlie Co- Charlie Kaufman and his brother Donald, his twin brother Donald, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, okay, one character said Kaufman, so I was not sure if I they were saying it wrong my entire life. They were very wrong. Fair, fair. No. Uh, yeah, or if they did, it's... everyone's been
0: pronouncing it wrong their entire life. Fair. And also
2: everybody else named Kaufman. Mm-hmm. For 120 years or so, probably. I mean, yeah. some
1: people probably. Donaghy, he. Yeah, what a... What a wild movie. I had no idea how sort of faux bio the movie was. Yeah. Nah, movie's nuts. Yeah, boy. fuck.
2: This is a crazy-ass film.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I did enjoy it more than I thought I was going to.
0: That's good. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I enjoy enjoying things.
0: Yeah. yeah. And fun fact, right. Donald Kaufman does have an Academy Award nomination.
1: <laughs> Even though he does not exist.
0: <laughs> yep. Because his name's on the script, he was he was a nom for best adapted screenplay, which also sometimes is like insane. Like what counts as adapted versus? Wait, Charlie screenplay. Kaufman
2: just put a fictional character's name on the fucking screenplay? Yes, his
0: fictional yeah. brother. It, yeah, the official screenplay is technically written by both Charlie and Donald Kaufman. Yeah, I I is that did just add a,
2: a Fucking callback to Casablanca for the fucking hell of it.
0: Potentially. I mean, well, it's, no, also so, the well, also it's supposed to be a super. Yeah, it's supposed to be meta too, so. Mm-hmm. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I did go to see. Oh, has Donald Kaufman written any other films? And it's like, no, he does not exist, Luke, you dumbass. Though apparently there is a entire movie that is Donald's script that someone else completely just came up with, wrote, and produced called The Three, where it is. A police officer, a serial killer, and a woman captured by the serial killer. That uh, apparently, just coincidentally, is the exact same thing as Donald's. There's apparently se-
0: several movies, too.
2: I feel like I've heard of a movie called The Three.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: One's but... called The Three, then there's one called Identity, which also apparently has strong plots uh, elements that are similar. Starring John Cusack, who would star in Charlie Kaufman's film. And who showed up uh, in this Being movie. John Malkovich. Yeah.
2: Did they have to do fucking reshoots from being John Malkovich in order to get a scene for the beginning of this fucking movie?
0: No, that actually do thing was just behind-the-scenes footage.
2: Yeah, I suppose they were never in the same frame. Okay, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> like, Catherine Keener was kind of the only person from the movie that
1: came back. Yeah, the film editing from this was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, it all feels very naturalistic- but I was not paying close enough attention to see the scene where they actually had Charlie Kaufman in the reflection instead of Nicholas Cage playing Charlie Kaufman.
2: Nope. Missed yeah. that entirely.
1: Yeah, uh... This movie is fucking wild, and I really enjoyed it. That's why Cage got
0: the fucking Academy Award nom. hmm
1: Yeah, but I mean, famous Tex Richmond actor Chris Cooper w- Earned that actual Academy Award. Yeah, he got that win. Mm -hmm. He got the dubs. Yeah. He's tax rich man.
2: I'd say that's accurate. Do you think it pained Nicolas Cage on a personal level to have to put on the fucking toupee that just looks like what his hair would eventually become?
1: And the fat suit?
0: Um, for me with the hair, I would say at the end of the day, no. Also, it's way curlier than his hair is.
2: That's true, mm-hmm. but the the balding power pattern is
1: oh, from that standpoint, strikingly sure,
2: strikingly lifelike.
1: I mean, I think Susan Orlean was rightly more worried about her depiction in this movie.
2: Why did she agree to this? Well, because, money, but... because
1: everybody else agreed to the role, and Charlie Kaufman was like, "Have you seen how I depict myself in this movie?" <laughs> like, even
0: to the point where Brian Cox... Like, the real Robert McKee was the one who suggested Brian Cox plays him.
1: Mm-hmm. God. What a wild fucking like movie.
0: Meryl Streep took a huge-ass pay cut so just so she could be in it, too.
1: Jesus. Meryl Streep wants to show off her tits. Mm-hmm. I mean, that
2: checks out. It was a very Streepy role. Like... I love some streep, but this was a very streepy role.
1: Mm hmm. Do you think she could kill Devil? Where's Prada Streep?
2: No. Yeah. Miranda Presley would fucking kill her, but.
1: I don't know. I mean, she I was don't know, because this one's young. also.
0: Yeah, this one also has Chris Cooper coming in with that hot gun, too. Mm. Yeah,
2: that's true. We also got some orchid drugs. Mm
0: hmm. Spiritual. I mean, I can explain the movie as a brief thing.
2: Please do.
0: Go for it. Uh, we yeah, can be critical of you. Fuck yeah. Uh, basically, you have Nicolas Cage playing the dual rules of Charlie and Donald Kaufman, uh, both uh, twin brothers living together and screenwriters. Uh, Charlie Kaufman is coming off of the hit film also directed by this director, Spike Jones, being John Malkovich, and is now trying to do a more realistic film by adapting Susan Orlean's The Orchid Thief. But all he wants to do is make it about how flowers are beautiful and how the book in The Orchid Thief, there is no character development, and he can't figure out how to turn that into a script that people would want to actually see. Uh, Throughout the movie, we see flashbacks to Meryl Streep and Chris Cooper and their bit of a relationship as The Orchid Thief is being, is like what the plot of that book is. And then on top of that, we have Donald, who is going for the more Hollywood role rather than Charlie, and him becoming a huge success. Uh, eventually, we have him meet uh, Brian Cox's character, Robert McKee, who suggests uh, how he should go about writing his script. And that is when we hit Act 3, which is when everything goes off the rails. And the t- uh, Donald and Charlie Kaufman end up spying on Meryl Streep's character, finding out that she is having an affair with Chris Cooper. And they find out that the org that he was stealing was to actually make some crazy mind-altering drug. And then Meryl Streep decides that she needs to kill Nicolas Cage because he knows that she's a drug addict and uh, having an affair um, with Chris Cooper, and she is married. Uh, I... uh Yes, go on.
2: No, no, I'll add, I'm sorry. Finish the recap, and then I'll ask my question. Sure.
0: Uh, this ends up going with a huge chase into the swamp. Donald Kaufman is unfortunately killed, and Chris Cooper is about to murder uh, Charlie Kaufman when an alligator jumps out of the water and eats him. Uh, Meryl Streep is then arrested, and Charlie Kaufman decides that he has finally figured out how to end his movie, does, and says he's filled with hope, and professes his love to the girl that he has had an on-off relationship with throughout the entire film. Scene.
2: Okay, so I missed the part where she was a drug addict all along.
0: Oh, it wasn't all along, but it was because of her time with Chris Cooper. Okay, so like it they're was snorting, to... they're snorting the orchid powder stuff. Okay, so
2: it's assumed that she was doing the orchids like from the beginning of her time with him. Then.
1: Well, no, towards the end of it, because she came back one more time, and he was like, "Hey, you've seen this. It, you've seen this flower. It didn't get you what you were looking for emotionally. I have something that can help you feel." And then he sent her the drugs initially.
2: That's what I thought, but I was just confused at that point. Okay, yeah. fucking. And she's worried
0: that being a journalist and a drug addict would be a problem, even though she's like, yeah. Well, and she's
1: also cheating on her husband. Oh, yeah, sure.
2: I feel like she cares less about that than the drugs.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's a status thing as well for her.
2: Yeah, her friends were pretty bitchy at that dinner party.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is true.
2: Just a, a wild, wild time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Enjoyable, though.
1: Yeah, just, just fucking wild. Yeah. Judy Greer shows up for, like, five minutes. hmm Yeah,
2: just to get creeped on by Cage.
1: And take her tits out. Hell yeah. yeah.
2: He was... So horny! The character was just so fucking horny in this S- movie.
1: So sad and
2: horny. I was not expecting the level of sad horny.
0: <laughs> horny on made Charlie Kaufman. Unlike his Chad brother, Donald. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah.
1: What a wild ass... I, I'm looking at Spike Jones's film filmography and it's just like I've seen Being John Malkovich, have not seen Human Nature, have not seen Jackass, I've seen Adaptation now, haven't seen Jackass Number 2 or Schenectady, have seen Where the Wild Things Are, mm-hmm. have not seen Jackass 3D, Her, Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa, or well, Jackass 21,
0: or 2021 is not at him. Correct, it is not. Uh, for me, I have seen, being John Malkovich, I have seen all three of the Jackass films, but not oh. that grandpa. Jackass <laughs> 3D is a seminal work, though, because that is when Steve-O gets sober, but he still does the crazy stunts to prove to his friends that he doesn't need drugs to be cool.
2: Oh, that sounds
0: bad. Also, one of Stephen King's top ten films of 2010. <laughs> Jesus. Back when he was writing his Entertainment Weekly article, and it's still like one of my favorite things. He's like, most of you will hate this. That's fine. I get it. I love this. <laughs> oh no,
2: right. And that that
0: was all he wrote. Oh, and of well, course, yes, also seeing where the wild things are.
1: What What is your oh no guys for?
2: I think I thought Spike Jones was Spike Lee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I appreciate that you do the right thing and let us know.
2: Yeah, I definitely thought they were the same person.
0: Can you hit Luke right now, please? You probably didn't get that last joke that he just made, but he is deserving of a hit.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> is, I got kicked. Is there a twice. fucking Spike Lee movie called Do the Right Thing? Yeah, that's like his <laughs>
1: biggest film. <laughs>
2: Fuck you!
1: <laughs> I got kicked five more times! <laughs> no.
2: Okay, I have seen no Spike Jones films other than this one.
1: You didn't see Where the Wild Things Are? No, I did not. Oh, that was good.
2: It was one of those where it was like, I should see this, this looks good, I should see this, this looks good, and then just never actually ended up seeing it.
1: It's a wild
0: atmospheric film. True one I would recommend is her. That is probably my favorite of his.
2: Is that the one where um what kind of Phoenix falls in love with AI? Yeah. Yeah, that looks But it's
0: like real well written.
2: Fair. Oh, too bad it stars ScarJo.
0: doesn't star... Well, you only hear her voice. It's all about Joaquin, because Joaquin's just the best.
2: That's fair.
1: I thought he also did the, uh, the Fight for Your Right Revisited?
0: No, uh, MCA directed that one himself.
1: Oh, okay. It seems like something he would direct, though.
0: Oh, totally, because he was best fra- friends with them, but no, he specifically, it was a big deal because it was MCA's, like, big directorial, like, debut, I think.
1: Fair enough.
2: So, yeah, this this was just a wild ride, and it just got a, got a bunch of weird-ass emotions going on right now between mm-hmm. this movie and, yep.
1: Politics.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Politics, yo. But Luke, how many Charlie Kaufman written movies have you seen?
1: Oh, jeez. Uh,
0: I won't put Abby through that. I'll just assume the answer
1: is none. <laughs> Malkovich adaptation uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
2: I've seen like half of that.
1: Okay, I
0: was going to say, actually, as soon as I said that, I was like, actually, maybe you might have seen that one.
1: Mm-hmm uh there was also i'm thinking of ending things anomalies of schenectady uh confessions of a dangerous mind and human nature again yeah so i've only seen three
0: okay i've seen five i've seen eternal sunshine being john malkovich confessions of a dangerous mind adaptation and Anomalisa. i've heard i'm thinking of anything that's supposed to be great
1: Mm -hmm.
2: that looks wild it's it's, yeah, it's Netflix. The new Netflix. yeah, it's
0: a new Netflix yeah, original. Yeah, it's
2: like the one where the girl goes on the date with to meet her boyfriend's family and then is just like, yeah. I hate it here. I should break up with him. And feelings.
0: She's, she's thinking of ending things. <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, and then, I mean, we have one of the biggest actors of... The modern age. Meryl Streep. We can talk about Streep, because I feel like we all have different Streep experiences.
2: I feel like my Streep experience will more closely relate to Devin's Streep experience than yours.
0: I have seen, according to my thing, ten Streeps.
2: Which Streeps Uh, have you...
0: Which honestly seems lower than I would have thought.
2: Yeah, Yeah. which Streeps have you seen?
0: Uh, Little Women... Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Post, uh, Adaptation, A Series of Unfortunate Events. Uh, Let's see, The Manchurian Candidate, It's Complicated. Uh, The classic film Stuck on You. That was some documentary she was voiced in. And then the one which is probably the most fascinating of Street uh, film experiences I've ever had, which was The Iron Lady where she plays margaret thatcher yeah i saw that when i was studying abroad in england it was very fascinating to see just the level of what people feel about thatcher
2: oh i bet i bet that Cause, was real fascinating
0: because we were watching it as part of our uh, the film like collective that i was a part of there and there's a car bomb that goes off that just narrowly misses thatcher I would say a solid three quarters of the <laughs> audience just went, aww. Oh,
1: just like. When and I at the awesome. end,
0: our president, the president of the Film Society got up and was like, yeah, so close.
1: Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I know that feeling from watching that documentary on Dietrich Bonhoeffer. But I have seen 11. Okay. Uh, Little Woman, Mary Poppins Returns, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Uh,. Into the Woods. Fantastic what? Mr. Fox. Mama. And
0: Snick gets a series of unfortunate events.
1: Yeah. Uh, Stuck on You, Adaptation, AI, Artificial Intelligence. And I think that was the earliest one that I had seen. I'm I'm familiar with some more of these, but. I
0: was gonna say, like, I feel like with some of these, it's like I oh, feel like I've product. seen them. Just from, like, osmosis of what mm-hmm. they are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. What about you, Abby?
2: Well, I can't count. I can name, and then someone else can count for me. All right. Okay. I have seen... I don't... I can't find... Okay. So, we start off with... Postcards from the Edge... And then we skip ahead to A.I. Adaptation, The Hours, Prairie Home Companion, Devil Wears Prada, The, the Ant Bully, Mama Mia, Julie, Julie and Julia, Fantastic Mr. Fox, It's Complicated, The Giver, Into the Woods, Ricky and the Flash, Bullers Fonster Jenkins Mamma Mia Mamma Mia here we go again Mary Poppins returns the laundromat and I've not seen Little Woman
1: 18
0: Yeah
1: Little Woman was great Uh-huh Yeah I wouldn't saw that without Abby <gasps> Mamma Mia
2: Yeah I did I did make Luke go see Mamma Mia No, did we watch Mamma Mia Here We Go Again first?
1: We did watch Mamma Mia Here We Go Again first. I've seen bits of Mamma Mia. We went to the movie theater, and then after that we rented it.
2: That's right.
1: And we were like, well, these teen versions of the actors don't look like anything like the actors. My mom kept trying to get
0: me to watch Mamma Mia when I was in high school, and I told her I'd watch that if she would watch Army of Darkness with me. I have never seen Mamma Mia.
1: (laughs) Your mom missed out on a (laughs) wonderful double feature with her son.
0: I agree. (laughs) It's like Army of Darkness wasn't even, like, the gross one.
1: (laughs) No. Necronomicon, here we go again. My, my, how could I... Why would you There's there's some There's some way to cross over the Mamma Mia song and then and to you and me,
2: and to happy forever?
1: Yes. No, I was just trying to make Mamma Mia about the Necronomicon and Army of Darkness instead.
2: Well, see, that's not a correct crossover. You should attempt to cross it over into this film. Do not try to do this. You can do this in post.
1: No, I, I'm not going to do that, but I mean, I was trying to cross over the two films for the devil feature that we were talking about. Mm. You know, them, Remember oh. when he saw Mama Mia 2? And I was like, hey, look at all these people wearing the. OH t- FUCK <laughs> YOU! hats. And I was like, oh, they're going to sing Waterloo. And you got so pissed because they sang Waterloo.
2: I was more pissed because it was really obvious and you guessed it and I didn't. <laughs> I, like being correct, like, I, I like being correct at guessing movies. I could guess absolutely zero part of this movie and did not try.
0: Oh, that's fair. There there was no point.
2: I would have been wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at Chris Cooper and it's like... Uh, I was this... going
0: to say, it's Chris Cooper time.
1: Uh,
0: I see. see 13 thing. Chris Coopers. Wow. For me, it's like it's a he appears in more movies in small roles than you would think.
1: I mean, he's Tex Richmond. Hell so I yeah. I
2: one, then. Oh, he aged a lot.
1: Uh, yeah, I've only seen six movies with him. Really? Mm-hmm. Little Women, Amazing Spider-Man 2, uh, Muppets, uh, Where the Wild Things Are, sea biscuit and then
0: adaptation oh i have seen him in little women amazing spider-man 2 adaptation the born identity
1: you've never seen that luke uh no that's the born supremacy oh no i have seen born identity and i have seen the second one uh, and
0: i would also not even really count supremacy because that's more of like archives because he gets killed at the end of the first Mm. one
1: okay even even
0: though his book character survives mm. all the entire trilogy (laughs) Uh, then he was also in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, he was in The Town I Saw Him In, Where the Wild Things Are, Muppets, The Patriot, This Boy's Life. That movie sucked. Uh, sea Biscuit and October Sky.
1: Oh, I have seen October Sky. God, I have seen October Sky several times. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm.
2: I have more than I thought I would. Which was like two, which was like... Uh, Okay. Oh, good. He,
0: he's that man who, like, appears in, like, small roles and everything. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I have seen Great Expectations, October Sky, American Beauty, um, The Ring, Adaptation, Seabiscuit,
0: Chris Cooper's in The Ring.
2: Yeah, he is. says it has an uncredited cameo according to Wikipedia.
0: Oh, weird. I'm looking at his letterboxed. Then okay, then yeah, I'd also, I've also seen The Ring. As child murder.
1: interesting.
2: Yeah, The Muppets, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man Two, Cars Three. Have you
1: seen Amazing Spider-Man Two? Yes,
2: I have. I'm I've sorry, seen-
1: Abby. That's the one with Andrew Garfield?
2: No, that's still...
1: You're thinking of Spider-Man Far From Home? No. No.
0: Are you thinking of Spider-Man 2 with Alfred Molina's Doc Ock and T-Mags?
1: Or are you thinking about the one with Electro?
2: Okay, no. Then I haven't seen that because I've never seen any of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans.
1: Yuck. Mm -hmm. But... It's directed by the same producer behind Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. They really should have put more musical numbers in it.
2: I mean, I probably would to watch that if that was the case.
1: I mean, the romance stuff is solid in it until they have to shoehorn something into the second one.
2: And then so yeah. *Cars 3. And... Yep, that that wraps it up then.
0: Oh, and I actually, have, I have seen bits and pieces on TV of me, myself, and Irene.
2: I feel like, yeah, I've probably like, seen a scene or two.
0: Everyone has. Mm-hmm. Lord knows it was one of those 2000s Comedy Central
1: films that all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was more about FX. Because Comedy Central was so doing like, oh, here's a bunch of movies from the 80s and 90s for a while.
0: No, well, there's still a lot of early 2000s ones.
1: Huh. I always felt like FX was the one that was like, here's our 2000s era movies.
0: They usually do, they didn't usually do as many comedies, though.
1: Fair, they did a lot. Because comedy
0: central, that's how, you, cause that's how you see, like, your Dude Where's My Car, Saving Silverman.
1: Saving Silverman, yes, Dude Where's My Car, I don't remember, I think that was more of like a TBS late night thing.
0: Maybe.
2: I did not have cable.
0: My dad had cable. So I got cable once a week.
2: Fair. Mm. I got it as, like, a where in a hotel. Nice. Which is also where I had, like, all of my Looney Tunes experience.
0: Nice. I had Looney Tunes bathroom in my dad's house growing up oh love yeah. my one of my marvin the martian spaceship soap dispenser
1: <laughs> we had a like outer shower curtain with the looney tunes on it and, like a nice. looney tunes print i think in the uh, in the quote-unquote kids bathroom nice all right mine
0: was the wallpaper because <sighs> it was all of them riding uh soap bubbles
2: sounds delightful
0: it was
2: (laughs) that just sounds absolutely delightful we had more mickey mouse home decor in general
0: mickey mouse is good too
2: Mm -hmm. yeah my mom's from southern california so
0: that'll do it i
2: sent a lot of disney shit So yeah, this was a wild movie. I would still probably rate it below Con Air and the Rock, but it's pretty high up there in terms of shit I enjoyed that we have seen that Nicolas Cage has been in.
0: We still have a few more actors to go through.
1: Uh, I mean, we can probably just do two more.
2: Yes, Devin?
0: Well, Let me see then who's in other Cage films that we can skip for now. We should do Tilda Swinton.
2: Oh, I did recognize Tilda Swinton, and I was very proud of myself for recognizing Tilda Swinton. Oh, yeah,
1: Tilda Swinton's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, no one got a problem with Tilda Swinton. I
2: mean, I feel like we have to call out Tilda Swinton's delightful role as the head vampire in what we do in the Shadows TV series. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll get Maggie Jill at Hollywood Trade Center. We can skip that one for now. <laughs> so, Tilda Swinton and Brian Cox.
1: <laughs> are we also getting Kara Seymour somewhere else?
2: Kara Seymour's been in, like, nothing.
0: Uh, I was gonna say, she's been, like, in, like, I was American looking at her film psycho. Market.
1: Hotel Rwanda. I mean, in I Gangs
0: that. of New York. Those are literally, like, the three big movies that she has done. <laughs> Which I have seen all three of them.
1: And then uh, I assume Brian Cox shows up somewhere else.
0: No, I don't think he does. That's why I'm saying we should do ah. Swinton and Brian Cox because Maggie Gyllenhaal comes up somewhere else. So we okay, can okay. Skip yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's do those last two then. Wow, he was in all three kills in video games. Oh, Fuck I thought care. we were
2: doing Swinton first.
0: Uh, yeah, we should do this. Yeah, let's do the Swints first. He's
2: Swint. I have seen. A- way fewer number of Swinton movies than I thought I had.
1: I mean, she did a lot of really small parts early on.
2: Yeah, but, like, I don't see a Swinton until Narnia.
1: Same. I mean, I
0: think same other than Adaptation.
2: Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. Adaptation, both Narnia's, Benjamin Button... Or oh, I guess all three Arneas, technically.
1: You know what I'm thinking of, She Gotham? was in the other Arneas? I only saw the first one.
2: Yeah, she was in yeah. all three of them.
1: Didn't she die in the first one? She comes back. Yeah. She gets better. You know what I'm thinking of, Devin, though. Hmm. Constantine!
0: I remember Constantine.
1: I was expecting more
0: from you there. I saw it once. I thought it was decent, but...
2: Yeah, and then after that, just all of her Avenger stuff. Yeah,
1: you never saw Snowpiercer?
2: Nope.
1: You didn't see Grand Budapest Hotel?
2: I have seen no... We have discussed that I have not seen a... Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson.
0: (gasps) Oh yes, for me at the Swints, I have seen 16 (laughs) Swintons. That's a lot of twins. Mm hmm. Got Grand Budapest Hotel. You got your Uncut Gems, which I don't really remember her being in, but. Yeah, she is a,
1: just a voice.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Avengers Endgame. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Moonrise Kingdom. Alfred Dog. Snow Piercer. We need to talk about Kevin. Hail Caesar. Which is bad. Uh, Burn after reading. I like got Hail a...
1: Caesar. I thought
0: it was terrible. The only thing that was great was the dancing scene with uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, adaptation, Narnia, Only Lovers Left Alive, uh, Dead Don't Die, which I also thought was terrible. I found out I don't get Jim Jarmusch and Trainwreck.
1: Yeah, I think I've seen all of those, and then the one that, or most of those, and then the one that I mentioned. I have fourteen Swinton's. Neat. Uh huh. Mm
2: hmm.
1: That's time for some Beacocks. Who requires us to go onto a separate filmography page if we're going through Wikipedia like I am? Man's been in a lot, what can I say? I mean, he was in Rushmore. Fuck yeah, he was. He
2: has a very standard old man face.
1: Super Troopers. Uh, the Born Identity series.
2: He was also apparently in the ring.
1: Mm-hmm. I forgot he was William Stryker in X2, X-Men United. Heck yeah, he
0: was. Yes, I have seen him. He was in Her. He was in Zodiac. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Rushmore. Uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Hell yeah. Great film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Adaptation, Braveheart. That movie's bad. Uh, X2, X-Men, United, Born Identity, The Ring, Born Supremacy. Uh, shit show that was Troy. <laughs> I was watched Texas. Troy
2: as part of a summer world history class. Interesting. There was just like a week where we just watched fucking Troy and the other Boleyn girl. And that was about it.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I only saw it going over to like... Some kid's house, I think, to see if they're free, and his brother is just watching the movie, Troy, and it's like, isn't is very interesting?
2: It's a marvel.
0: Your problem with it is is one actor was holding the entire film together, but then they kill him halfway through, and then the movie falls apart. <laughs> yeah, that they, man was yeah, Eric Bana. Eric Bana was the one who was single-handedly holding that film together. <laughs> you
2: talking about the Hulk? Yes. But that's fair.
0: But then Hector gets killed as he's supposed to. But Yes. But then, yeah, then the movie
1: gets bad.
2: It'd be wild if they were like, fuck all historical accuracy, even though we've said about fuck 95% of historical accuracy. Mm -hmm. Let's just not kill off Eric Bana. Let's
0: not kill off Hector. Let's kill Paris instead.
2: Yeah, that'd be wild.
0: Uh, Trick or Treats, fantastic horror film. Uh, Done by a
1: Columbus director. Oh, nice.
0: And also starring fantastic character actor Dylan Baker.
1: Also shout out actor Gary Lightfoot Davis, who played one of the Seminole Indians in this, who was also Little Bear from Indian in the Cupboard, and Nightwolf from Mortal Kombat Annihilation, a movie I have seen more times than I should have, but not the most times out of all the people I know.
2: Is that the, was there only that one Mortal Kombat movie?
1: There was two. There was the one that had a good response and like big name actors, and then there was Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the sequel, where they got rid of all of the actors and lost all of the budget. And
2: I think I've seen the first one.
0: I know I've seen bits of it on TV.
1: Yeah, a uh, comics person I know once decided to watch it every day for an entire year. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Why? why
2: would you do that with anything?
1: It was pre-Trump and he had a lot of free time.
2: Just, like, truly, to me yeah.
0: to, and to me, Trump being in office that doesn't mean anything.
2: Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> fucking matter.
1: Yeah.
0: It was a it's different so time.
1: A, why?
0: I saw Brian Cox in the classic film Red. I saw him in the non-classic film Pixels.
1: You did for-
0: pixels. No, that movie was bad. Saw <laughs> him so in the campaign. Yep, of course, Super Troopers. I guess he was in Morgan. I kind of forgot that one. Uh, Coriolanus, the rookie. And I know I've seen at least parts of Scooby-Doo and the samurai sword. That is all
2: think I've seen Running With Scissors? I can't remember if I read the book or saw the movie. I think I did one or the other. Nice. Um. So possibly Running With Scissors. And then The Ring. Troy. Match Point. Um, Adaptation. And, yep, that's it. Nice. Yep.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Adaptation! Yeah. <laughs> what a wild ride it this truly Saturday is. morning.
2: I am sorry that by listening to this episode, we've taken away anybody's ability to go into this movie blind.
1: I mean at the beginning I think we made it important enough to be like, hey, you should go into this blind. I also don't know there's many movies that we have watched on here that like the audience has not watched.
2: I suppose this one was an audience suggestion.
0: No, it wasn't my suggestion.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, and Devin doesn't listen to this podcast. Eh. Or any podcast. You're the exact opposite of an audience.
2: You're a void!
1: How many yeah. times are you recommending the show, Devin? You need to undo your void.
2: Yeah. So this was a film. What are we watching next?
1: Next week, or in two weeks, for my birthday. Oh, that's right. We're going to be watching Nick Cage and Selma Blair as parents in the classic comedy Mom and Dad.
2: It's not actually comedy,
1: is it? It's a black It's a horror comedy.
0: comedy. Yeah, it's a horror comedy.
2: Oh, yay.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's about parents.
2: I know generally exactly when this movie came out.
1: It was like three years ago. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh, because we had started dating, and I was like, I'm going to go see Mom and Dad I couldn't
2: remember if you were going to go see it or if you had told me that your friend was going to go see it. So I truly don't know if you were going to go see it Or you were telling me that Devin was going to go see it. It was one of the two. If
1: I remember, I saw it and then I told Devin he should see it. I had already
0: had plans, Luke. It was in town for one week only.
1: Yeah, I did have to see it at like 10 p.m. at night, which was great. Because then Grant Morrison just randomly shows up in it. Grant Morrison, who came out as non-binary, which is great considering a lot of his, uh, a lot of their work dealing with gender and sexuality in comics. I'm glad they now have words to describe things, and, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So we are not watching Krav Maga on its opening weekend. Nope. Samurai? Jujitsu. Jujitsu. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: So say says, like, no, it's not Kavaga.
1: <laughs> it's not Gymkana. <laughs> Which is something that Abby now is aware that might exist. We started watching Dickdown last night. Nice.
2: But yes, so we will not be watching that one. We will be forcing me to watch a horror film. Boom. And it's not watching
0: horror. The Croods, too.
2: Yeah, that's also a.
0: Though it sounds like
2: chronological, that one, well, that was just like Mm -hmm.
0: fascinating that that one's even coming out now. It's just like, I had I had no idea that was coming out (laughs) until Luke posted. (laughs) Well, like I knew it was coming out, but like there was no release date for it or anything, so I just Mm -hmm. assumed it got pushed back.
1: I think they realize that it's like they can release it at like home video and get that trolls world tour money.
0: Probably. Well, they're trying to release it into theaters because my brother works for AMC and according to him AMC believes this will be the movie that saves cinema. What? Christ.
2: Wh- Excuse me? Like on a corporate level they are like
0: They think that's going to be the one that brings the money They think it's going to be the one that brings the money because of the children.
2: Parents- no, cause well, according
0: to my brother. He says the movie, the movie that is sold out he said like every showing <laughs> was that whatever-the-fuck-that-grandpa movie was with uh, Robert De Niro. Worth grandpa. That's it.
1: Oh, I was thinking of Bad Grandpa, but he was not in Bad Grandpa.
0: He was in Dirty Grandpa. That's, that's the one I was thinking of.
1: Yeah.
0: That was yeah. a rated-R comedy. This one actually
1: is a children's comedy. Mm wild uh yeah i don't know if a sequel to a movie that most people are unfamiliar with is going to be what saves amc i think they put all their hopes into one envelope
2: or at least your brother did is this the official corporate position or is this your brother's position that he believes the corporate machine is? no he
0: said it's what the corporate thing is
1: i don't think ryan cares jesus i can't wait to see what Crude's two flavor slushy they have, and
0: also I would disagree with you. I mean, then the I'm looking at Crude's budget. It did make 587 mil on 135 mil budget. Okay, that's true. it. Did make a shit ton of money.
2: Yeah, oh. but
1: and has that Netflix animated series. Hmm. Though no, the original cast came back. But it's for children. Children don't
0: care.
2: Children cannot recognize voice actors.
1: <laughs> Truth. Uh, Dan Castanoleta is the genie in Aladdin 2. Return of Jafar.
2: Are you trying to prove that you knew that that wasn't Robin Williams? Yes. That was the weirdest way you could have stated that.
0: I also agree. Thank you. I also didn't really watch Return of Jafar. You I didn't like that, that movie. For me, I was all about Aladdin 1 and Aladdin 3. 3. I mean, Fair
2: feel like I've seen both of the Aladdins. I should use my... Uh, Aladdin
0: 3 is when you meet his dad, and there's the cool okay. magical hand that turns people to gold.
2: Then yeah, I have seen part of Aladdin 3, because I remember...
1: They're finally getting married!
2: Well, no, I remember we have uh,
1: I don't remember that part, but... <laughs> Literally, it's Aladdin and Jasmine are finally getting married... And that's when they decide to look for Aladdin's dad so he can come to the wedding. Oh, nice.
2: What a crazy Mm. ass.
1: And they don't reference any of the continuity from the animated series, Disney, you cowards.
2: Oh, 90s Disney animated series that were just all of their movies became animated series Mm -hmm. in the early 2000s. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. The one that finally got added to the Disney Plus that I was actually very excited about was they added the uh, 2000's uh, 101 Dalmatian No, the 101 Dalmatians animated series. Oh.
2: Oh, my sister definitely had toys from that.
0: Yeah, I did too. They're all the cool McDonald's toys, because I think they had 101 different yep. toys.
2: Yeah. I mean,
1: I want to see them get on the Oliver and Company animated series. I like that movie.
2: All of our company is too depressing to have spawned an
1: animated series. I was just waiting for one of you to call me out on that.
2: It does not exist.
1: No, it does not. But how wild would it be if Billy Joel's just like, yeah, you know, I'll write a new hot hit pop song every week?
2: (laughs) Billy Joel, the original crazy ex girlfriend.
1: (laughs) Yes. Why should he worry? Alright, I mean, well
2: he's not, um... Married? No, he's not,
1: um... Watching a guy murder someone else in a pool and calling that in front of a live audience?
2: I was gonna say... Oh, wait, no,
1: that's not Billy Joel. Fuck, that's Bill Collins.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he's not attempting to get into his million, his, like, $30 million mansion. Where his wife has locked him out of. I think that's also Phil Collins.
1: Uh, I... Did
2: you guys miss this news story? No,
1: I saw that. Uh... Classic Phil Collins.
2: I'm not sure it's Phil Collins. It's somebody...
0: Phil Collins is the man who wrote the soundtrack to Tarzan.
2: I'm aware who Phil Collins is. Okay. I just can't remember which... I couldn't tell if white... you were, if
0: you were just going off of like which movie they wrote the soundtrack to.
2: <laughs> No, I just can't remember which old wife... Oh,
1: nope, that is Phil Collins. Yeah,
2: his wife has, um, or his ex-wife, is currently squatting in their ridiculously expensive Miami mansion.
1: $33 million. Yeah. You know what? Respect. She did get secret married.
2: Yeah, she, they, like, got divorced, but were still together, and then she went and secretly married someone else, and then, like was just squatting in this mansion and he had to, like, actually have a bailiff come and, like, post an eviction notice.
1: Yeah, Billy Joel is the guy who ended up stealing his bandmate's wife and then breaking up with her. Yeah. Nice.
2: Well, next, in two weeks, we will be exploring Mom and Dad, which... Mm -hmm. Hopefully I will have my expectations exceeded just like I did today. Adaptation.
1: Mm-hmm. but uh working too hard can give you a heart attack, 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 attack you ought to know by now where you can be found online devon oh,
0: you can find me online at fredafet that's F-E-R-E-D-O-F-E-T-T, and abby where can people find you
2: you can find me online at abnovinous a-b-b-n-o-n-y-m-o-u-s luke where can you be found
1: none of you Just. Tried to follow my Billy Joel reference. Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Coltrac. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can find this podcast, which is part of the feed for The Unbearable Weight of Nicolas Cage, uh, on the Luke Hair Podcast Project, along with other random stuff that I do. Uh, there was a Halloween-related Animal Crossing special. And, uh, you know... Some other stuff. If you enjoy this, uh, let other people know so they can give it a listen. And thank you to everybody who voted in the poll for deciding what we're going to watch. Uh, if nothing else came out of it, it sounds like people really want us to watch Port of or Port of Call or no Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans.
0: Damn straight, they do. That's because they been... want to see that Nicolas Cage frenetic energy. Mixed with that Werner Herzog frenetic energy,
1: they want to see that. Can't the- be
2: a real movie title. It
0: yeah. is Bad Lieutenant, oh, Port of Call, New Orleans, and damn, there's so many different like lines that that one can be used. Luke, honestly, you'd have to throw out the entire uh, all the clips <laughs> from the sound from the song. Listen, I did. How do- many
2: colons and or semicolons are involved in that fucking so title? So
0: many. Then you have such classic lines as shoot him again, his soul still dancing.
2: Oh, fuck! Jesus. Is that in a month? Are we watching that one after Mom and Dad?
1: No, that's not on Uh, that was just something that multiple people said we should.
0: But it was beaten by Drive Angry.
1: Yep. Ooh, that's gonna have Val Kilmer. I love some Val Kilmer Mm Mm-hmm. Anyways. And uh,
0: Eva Mendes. Girlfriend Any- of
1: Hollywood Hunk, Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we'll be back in two weeks with Mom and Dad for my birthday. See you then.